everybody, welcome back to Wikigood Sports. This is at the buzzer, and we're joined, as always, by Jack Tiernan. Jack, I almost feel like I don't have to ask, but I will. How you doing? We're feeling great. You knew that, though. You're right. You don't have to ask. I think um could be better, honestly. We're feeling, we're feeling really good. Yeah, so the Celtics sweep the nets. Um, all this nervousness, trepidation we had going into the series – that, hey, the Nets are a seven seed, but they're much better than a seven seed. Didn't didn't really matter because the Suns are the only team that swept anybody in this opening round. So, Jack, what'd you see in game four? I, I mean, aside from a really bad call on Jason Tatum for a sixth Ter- foul. Terrible um, call. I, terrible call. Terrible call. Lots of, I mean, Scott Foster was refing. We knew it was mm-hmm. going to be interesting. Um, but... I mean, overall, it was it was a lot of the same stuff that you saw before, except you you noticed that KD was hitting his shots, and that's what made it a little bit scary, a little bit mm-hmm. more contentious. Um, I read basically after game one was a non-factor, and that was inclusive of game four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't see Ben Simmons at all anywhere. So uh, everything you could have asked for. Um, the Celtics got the dub. Great hustle plays by Marcus and Al. Mm-hmm. I they have really like really stepped up the series not saying they weren't good the rest of the season but they really have like kicked it up another level mm-hmm. um so it's really fun to watch them support uh and you get to see rob williams play a little bit more minutes as well so overall man i mean really fun to watch obviously as as a celtics fan probably nets fans not so much probably very anxiety inducing uh but i think man i'm feeling pretty good about it i think that was a great great sweep especially on the nets you know to prove that we're really a title contender mm-hmm. yeah i mean the Nets obviously is a little different. James Harden was still there at the beginning of the season, but they were the team that a lot of people were picking to win a title, yeah. and that obviously didn't happen. There was a lot of a really rocky season for the Nets, and we we covered it a lot because yeah. of the Kyrie connection. Um, you know, Kyrie not playing for like the first what like fourth of the season, and then getting in there and then James Harden wanting out and then getting Ben Simmons. And that was the whole thing. I mean, what, what do you think really was like the biggest thing that went wrong for the Nets uh, this season, not just in the series, but if you can kind of encapsulate it. Yeah. I mean, if I had to really pick, I think it's very, it's a similar problem to the Lakers where you've got a bunch of ring chasers who aren't necessarily mm. like a good fit together. Um, Whereas the Celtics really are playing like team basketball. I, yes. I don't mean to compare them, obviously, but it's it's easy to do because we mm. watch the Celtics who maybe, whereas individual players, you would probably say overall you take KD and Kyrie over at least Jalen Brown, maybe not Jason Tatum anymore because he's been elite. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, you take about you talk about sheer star power and you're taking the Nets over the Celtics any day pretty, pretty mm. much. Um, I think you talk about fit with the Nets, and that's because you have dudes like Andre Drummond who you got in trade from the Nets, Seth Curry, um... Kyrie, you have a bunch of dudes on the floor who are like six one and below mm. against like that includes Bruce Brown, for example, who's a six three power forward, which is mm. really, really below average for that position. Right. And you're just a really undersized team. So you look at a lot of that, you look at a lot of just the general like how these guys play styles work together, and it's kinda tough to pair K D and Kyrie to be honest with you. Um Kyrie's more of an ISO guy, and KD is is obviously a scorer, but I think Kyrie, because of his being ISO, takes the volume away from KD. Mm-hmm. It's not as symbiotic as it could be, I think. Um, yeah. So I think that's where we're at. I think, honestly, it comes down to fit for the Nets. Uh, you could even... Kyrie said this, and I hate to agree with him, but I think it really has something to do with 
just like how long they've been together too, right? Like they had a pretty big blockbuster trade that sent James Harden away, mm-hmm. uh, basically for for Seth Curry and Andre Drummond for the rest mm-hmm. of the season because Ben Simmons didn't play. So, right. I mean, I think it really comes down to fit and then knowing how each other play, and mm-hmm. that's really what did them in. Yeah, and so I mean, kind of talking about that trade, uh, Ben Simmons did not play this series. We thought he was going to, um, especially in Game Four. Uh, I mean, it was not even like, oh, we think he's going to play. It was like Ben Simmons is going to play in game four. And then the night before, Sunday night, we hear his back's acting up. He didn't play. He wasn't on the bench. I mean, Jack, this has to be, like, aside, Ben Simmons clearly is going through stuff. You know, we saw an article today that's saying that, you know, the pressure of playing perhaps is a trigger for his back pains, which not great uh, if you're a Nets fan um, in terms of getting it. But, like. How big of a disaster is this trade, Jack? I mean, like, uh, I, you make a good point. We just said it. I think basically this trade was James Harden um, and a couple first-round picks for Seth Curry. And yeah, he's a good basketball player. We like Seth Curry That's on great. this show. Oh, yeah, but... absolutely. Um, love Seth Curry, actually. I When he was on the Mavs, man, I was rooting for him hard. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to get that playing time. But right. um you're now now it's like okay you have to hate him because he's on the nets and we hate the nets so it's tough but i think you're i think andre drummond's a free agent now so basically Mm -hmm. nothing you give away a bunch of first round picks or i'm sorry philly no i'm sorry philly gave first round picks to To get that's my fault yeah Yeah, that's my fault um i think i mean philly's gonna be a title contender for at least a couple Mm -hmm. years to come with joel and harden as long as knock on wood none of them get hurt um, yeah, we'll see so what happens. Those, They're in a fight with Toronto at the moment. They are. <laughs> it's surprising. Which is very surprising. Um, but not to detract, sorry. Oh, no, totally fair. I, I, I'm i rooting for Toronto, naturally. Of course, like, I don't, yeah. I would, I would much rather, I, you know, I don't know. That's tough. We don't have to play whoever wins that anyway until yeah. the next round, hypothetically. Right. Um, but I don't know, man. I think that trade was definitely a big miss. Mm. Um. Even with those first-round picks, the, they convey in, like, the end of the first round. You're not really getting a lot of impact players in anyway. Um, I don't know, man. It, it just seems like it, the Nets really flubbed yet another trade. Um, and the last one that comes to mind is with the Celtics. So, ironically, I, we talked about this, right? It, the the picks that they traded to the Celtics are the dudes that just beat them and eliminated them out of playoff contention. It's so unfortunate for them, but, I mean, it's the truth. that we Like, the Celtics were able to take a trade that at the time was kind of disappointing because we were giving up our two best yeah. players, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. It sucked. It was not fun to see them go, but it was at the same time, like, okay, this is a good trade on paper. Like, if they can pull off some good picks, it's going to be worth it. And, I mean, also the trade lasted for years. It's just so many years just getting so many picks from the Nets. So, unfortunate unfortunate there. And I'm sure they wish, um, as an organization and their fans, probably wish that trade didn't happen because I, I don't know. I think within two years, both Pierce and Garnett were off the Nets. So, yeah, it was was a disaster um, for them. But, I mean, okay, so... This is kind of a bit of legacy talk, a little, you know, what's going to... What, Steve Nash, he's getting fired, right? I don't think so. I'm not going to lie to you. So. Okay. I, don't, I don't think so. I think he should. I think he mm-hmm. should. I think it was very obvious that he was blatantly outcoached by somebody who was his yeah. assistant last year, honestly, which is... That's, uh, that's not great. Yeah. No. Um, I 
would be, I mean, you notice it in the uh, post-game media conferences with Kyrie and KD particularly, where mm-hmm. they talk about how the GMs have done a great job and how they, the players, have done a great job. But they don't mention Steve at all. So yep. it's really going to be interesting to see. Um, I think you're right. I think he deserves to be fired. I think he should be fired. I don't think he gets fired. I don't know why. There's just yeah. something in me that says, like, no, Steve Nash is sticking around. Gotta um, run it back. Run it back. Run it back. With now, I, I think that's there is some validity to what Kyrie said in that now they've all been around each other for a little bit, mm-hmm. assuming there are no big roster moves to, like, shake up the team midseason next year, mm-hmm. uh, and assuming Kyrie plays all year or yeah. KD plays all year. They're right. both getting up there in age, right? They can be injury prone, you know, the older you get. But I think I think they are definitely a better team than they were this year, even if they ran mm-hmm. it back with all the same dudes, which right. I don't think they will. I think they know they yeah, need probably. size. Um, but yeah, for sure. So, um on on the same kind of topic, Katie, um this is a bad showing for Katie. Yeah. Um before he joined the Warriors, it was kind of like KD is not a good playoff competitor. Like, he, he doesn't have it in the clutch. Um, of course, he won a few titles with the Warriors. Good for them. Best team in the league. And he joined them. Whatever. Like, we won't get into that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I feel um, in a tough season for Russell Westbrook, a little bit of vindication probably, uh, a little bit of, you know, happiness to probably see his former teammate go down. But, uh as far as you're concerned, is Kevin Durant the best basketball player in the world, or uh, is this over? I, and that's a really tough question. I think, follow like I think, following the assumption that he was. A lot of people were saying it this year that he passed LeBron because yeah. LeBron was getting older, and I think in the regular season that's fair. But you know, I'm sure people in the comments and stuff are like, "No, he was never the best player." But let's just play it out. Do you think he's lost that title from this series? Yeah, I think I think you make a good point. I think he definitely surpassed LeBron this year. If I if I'm being totally honest, and I'm again like you said, I'm sure we'll hear it, but I think I think he passed LeBron. I think LeBron was the best. Mm. I think I do think he um, takes a couple steps back because of this. I think mm. now you have to look back at LeBron and say, look at all the things LeBron did, in spite of the other people that were on his team. And and you want to talk about a bad fit? That's a bad fit team, um, just all around, Disaster. honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not good. Um, and I mean, I think you got to look at Giannis, honestly, as probably the best player mm-hmm. um, in the league right now, potentially in the world. I think, but it's it's tough because KD has the shooting and Giannis does not. But Giannis can drive to the basket like nobody's business and draw mm-hmm. a foul like and like nobody's business. And KD yeah. does not as much. He's still good at it, but he's not Giannis level by any means. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't think it's as clear cut as it was before because of how bad. We what we lost KD or we saw KD lose his shooting stroke basically like he could not hit anything it was no. insane yeah it was um, it was really wild as Ryan said in the last episode he was shook he was shook he was so shook he was a shell of himself basically mm-hmm. it was it was hard to watch because it's it didn't look like KD and I I think everyone could say that you saw yeah. him out there and you watch him like brick some threes and you're like wait a minute like this this is Kevin Durant mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't come off that way it was actually absurd to watch him. Uh, and right. I don't want to say that the Celtics got a lucky break because I think a lot of that is because of how well they guarded him of course, between yeah, Jason yeah. Tatum, Jalen Brown, Grant Williams did an excellent job, mm-hmm. Al Horford, Marcus Smart even, you know, put some pressure on him. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think that was – he gave credit to the Celtics' defense, but I think – I almost think it goes beyond that. It was just so 
they were he was stymied so hard. I like I still can't wrap my head around it because it's so not Kevin Durant. No, it was it was a very very strange series. And yeah. credit to the credit Jason Tatum who like you know not only offensively where he was like our best offensive player he was just tenacious on on defense yeah. just so so great and he's really you know developed into just an amazing player and we're lucky that uh they didn't go for what all the experts were saying to do mid-season and trade either him or Jalen Brown because this like when Tatum did foul out which was bullshit as we as we already said uh Jalen Brown stepped up so hard and he stepped up in a lot of these fourth quarters so I think we've put to rest this notion that they can't play together do you think that's fair percent i think so they proved it the entire second half of the season they are coming out to the media saying no like we're here we're invested we're gonna play together mm-hmm. and they showed it that's what matters they backed it up with their actions you know yeah i think i mean you look at their scoring numbers jalen brown came up huge a couple of times with a nice couple of shots mm-hmm. uh facilitations even i i don't know man i think i think anybody who said that mid-season is probably looking back and saying like this is this was yeah. bad this was a bad take um, and this is exciting now because I think they finally, I think before these media driven narratives came up mid season, they probably were, you know, not sure of who was going to be the best. Like they want, they each wanted to be the best kind of, kind of like an ego battle, honestly. Of course. Yeah, and yeah. then you get, I mean, understandably, right. They're both good dudes. They're good, mm-hmm. good players. Um, I think they finally put those aside and I think they really worked it out and they really just got to the bottom of it and are, are playing very well because of it. Yeah, no, Totally. Totally agree. So, how big of like an advantage do you think rest will be? I mean, we shot, we saw Jason Tatum holding his back at one point. We saw Jalen oh, yeah. Brown holding his hamstrings. Uh, they're gonna have a little bit of time here uh, to rest up before the next series, most likely against the Bucks. Yeah. Um, how big of an advantage do you think that will be for them? I think it'll be huge, honestly, um, especially for guys like Al and Rob Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Al, you know, he's getting up there in age, and course, Rob yeah. is obviously coming off the meniscus issue. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think the rest is paramount right now because yeah. you have the Bucks who are already fatigued somehow, um, and I think against the Bulls. Like, I mean, it's always hard to go on a title run and then is. And then follow it right back up, but yeah. It absolutely is. So the fact that they're even playing as well as they are right now is great. Uh, but Chris Middleton is hurt with an MCL sprain mm-hmm. for who knows how long. He's out for at least the rest of this series um, against Chicago. Uh, yeah. I did just see that Zach Levine is on the COVID-19 list, so Chicago mm-hmm. loses another key player. Probably means Bucks take it this next game. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. I think it becomes Bucks celtics Celtics will have a couple extra days of rest. The NBA is pretty good about giving a like, few days buffer in between series, but I still think that extra day is going to be huge, truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so, all it is. Yeah, right. So I'm, I'm so looking forward to that series after after this one. What We're going to see um, the Celtics, again, they don't have an easy road. They're going to have to play the Bucks. If they beat the Bucks, they're probably going to have to play the Heat, who are also like really great. And then uh, probably going to have to play the Golden State Warriors if we're looking all the way ahead yeah. there. So yeah. if they pull this off, it'll be potentially the greatest playoff run uh, in Celtics yeah. history. I don't know about like all all time, but it'll, it'll be up there, I feel. So we'll see what happens. I'm just enjoying the ride. This team is so and fun man, to watch. 
They are. Their defensive tenacity and offensive just willingness to make the right play now, it mm-hmm. seems, is just Their passing is, so is fun. Yeah. Passing is a blast. It's so much fun to watch. Just yeah, stick Grant yeah. Williams in the corner and just pass it around to yes. him and we'll be fine. Yeah, no, I mean, um, just a great system they have there and just a bunch of unselfish players like who are facilitating each other and getting the best out of each other and it's just it's really great to watch it is it's a blast all right did we did we touch on everything i feel like we pretty thoroughly covered oh yeah this one i think so the only thing that's funny is i i meant to mention this is a little fun fact um the celtics in order to get to the finals will have to play the three teams that eliminated them uh in the past years so that's the nets bucks and then the heat in order i like that so i think it's pretty sweet it's pretty satisfying could be very satisfying in the end <laughs> yes of course so we'll we'll see that that's yeah. very fun that's something it is, it is. all right jack where can they find you online best place to find me is on twitter and that's at jack underscore tiernan go there for all of my nba takes especially throughout the playoffs you can also follow my disc golf account on instagram and that's at jack disc golf uh, playing a bunch of tournaments we'll have a bunch of content up there uh, so follow me those places Awesome, go follow him there. You can follow the channel on everywhere. Twitter at at Wicked Good Sport uh, and at WG Everything. Instagram, Wicked Good Everything. Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Wicked Good Everything. TikTok, search Wicked Good Sports. Search Wicked Good Everything. Jack, thank you so much for your time. Of course, Brian. Thanks for having me. We'll see you all in the next one.